At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. No investigation necessary. Welcome to VEASAN's F1 betting podcast. It's lights out, away we go, go, go. Oh, Checker is a legend. Absolute animal. The only F1 handicap you'll ever need. Mike, it is the right. But the championship can only be won by one. Here are your hosts, F1 technical analyst, Mikhail Miranda, and betting expert, Ben Wilson. Hearing that music, you know what that means. We're back. Summer break is over here on the VEASAN Formula One betting podcast. Mikhail is here. I'm Ben. We're ready to go, Mikhail. We have 10 races left, and we go to the Dutch Grand Prix this weekend. Seems like from these storylines, it's just going to be uh, yet another banner weekend for the Dutch driver, Max Verstappen, on his home soil. But uh, first off, it's great to actually have a race week that we're, we're back into. Have not had this since the end of last month at Spa in Belgium. So uh, here we go. You know, as far as we did you know, a bunch of these podcasts, it was great, by the way, Mikhail, listening to your episode with Michael Lombardi, just talking leadership and uh, specifically with what's going on at the Ferrari and Alpine teams right now here in the summer break. But as we kind of get back into it here, just to get people caught up to speed first before we dive into the you know, the full track and what you're looking for, what uh, what generally leads to success on this track in particular, and then the bets, which you have a number of bets already in pocket for this week and at prices that are still very bettable for our listeners out there. Uh, what's the, the biggest thing that you feel like from the summer break perspective is, uh, is going to be the main storyline actually worth paying attention to now heading into this race outside of just the, well, Lewis Hamilton hasn't signed a contract yet uh, for Mercedes, which seems to be dominating the, the headlines. I don't know how much that really matters in the betting world, but what actually does matter from what we've seen over the last month or so? So uh, when we come to betting, right, whatever F1 media puts out sometimes is of no concern to F1 betting, right? That's going to be your pro tip. The media will put out pro a tip. bunch of things that don't really affect the way you handicap a race, right? Lewis Hamilton's contract is undecided. Well, the same thing has happened last year and the year before that when he lost the championship to Max Verstappen. There's all these things going on. Will he come back to race and all this stuff? It's not like Tom Brady in the NFL were like, hey, I'm leaving and then, hey, a couple of months later, I'm back. I'm throwing for Tampa Bay. Not the case here. The, the, 
we know that Lewis is going to get the contract. Lewis, we know what Lewis has in mind. He's chasing that eighth world championship title that no one has. Period. So we know he's going to come back. Any other team that he wants to race for? Absolutely not. Him and Toto have a great dynamics, like father-son. And Lewis is a prodigal son. He's going to race in Mercedes. He believes in Mercedes. Done deal. That contract talk has no effect at all. But... It does affect someone in the team, to be specific, George Russell. And when we talk about contracts, there's other drivers. So the way to look at this, if Lewis Hamilton's contract talks does not affect us betting, what does it affect? Well, you're going to be looking at drivers with term contracts, i.e. Daniel Ricciardo. He's only in for the rest of this season. He does not have a contract for next year. Keep that in mind. George Russell signed on for a couple years. Charles Leclerc's contract is coming up to an end. There are many drivers whose contracts are coming up. There are six seats still available for next season. But all that aside, how does this affect in going to the Dutch Grand Prix? Well, we know that George Russell has not had a great run recently. He has been up in the points, but he's going to be looking, all right, I had the summer break. I had four weeks off to cool down, to refresh myself, get back in the swing of things, come back out swinging. And that's where we're going to be looking. That's going to be your storylines, right? Everything now is going to be storylines in betting terms. So George Russell will be a major storyline coming in because he's going to be wanting to prove himself again he finished second at the Dutch Grand Prix last season so I do see him carrying some momentum now having that refresh of the summer break he did his best everything I think Mercedes is going to look to get some points as well and high points because they've actually been scoring some high points this time actually getting on the podium we saw Lewis Hamilton finish on the podium back at Spa so it's going to be very interesting now moving forward and George Russell is going to want to prove himself to be a worthy driver for the constructor otherwise they're not as ruthless as Red Bull is, but his contract could be up and they'd be like, yeah, we're not renewing it. Oh, we just don't want your contract at all and buy him out the rest of his contract. Now, George Russell, podium at the Spanish Grand Prix since then has not finished inside the top, even the, just the top four so far. The best finish since then was at Silverstone when he took fifth for the Mercedes, but it, it leads us into what we expect at this track. When we go to the Dutch Grand Prix and last year it was really Verstappen versus Hamilton. Those two jousted went back and forth even though Verstappen had pole position Hamilton took the lead a couple times ultimately fell off to fourth and the Mercedes each of them finished in the top four George Russell you mentioned on the podium along with Charles Leclerc and Ferrari last year Sergio Perez the second Red Bull driver fifth on the grid and then you had the two Alpines back then Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon did finish sixth and ninth respectively Lando Norris was a seventh place finisher for McLaren Carlos Sainz, eighth, and then Lance Stroll and Aston Martin. That rounded out the top 10. So when you've looked just historically at this track, uh, Mikhail, looking at the Dutch Grand Prix, first race in this term out of the summer break, what is uh, what is a, a key characteristic or two here that is either going to benefit some teams or hurt some others based on what you've seen so far? So uh, teams that it's going to hurt are teams that do not like high downforce on their cars. Teams like Williams do not like high downforce tracks at all. The car just does not perform that well. Another thing to look at is when you do have high downforce tracks, Mercedes becomes a key role because their car is built for high downforce tracks over low downforce or medium downforce tracks. So you're going to see Lewis Hamilton, George Russell come back up, take the fight, right? And we know McLaren have 
got some major upgrades to cars working Oscar Piastri having a good run in the sprint races as well as in the race time Landon Norris doing the same as well right so you're going to have all these teams now come into contention it's no longer just Red Bull running away yes the car is absolutely blistering fast but we're not now looking at just the winner we have other concerns there are other betting markets available to us for Formula 1, such as the podium finishes, the top 6, top 10, and much more. So, I do see Mercedes actually having a little bit more of an advantage and a little bit coming back into this race. Another team that I do see being pulled back in the fight for points here is Aston Martin. Fernando Alonso will try to remedy some of the pitfalls that Aston Martin has made since they haven't been able to get that many upgrades on the car to keep its performance from the beginning of the season to where they finished before the summer break. So I do see Fernando Alonso wanting to come back and fight back. However, the car is not there to fight for the podium finish, but I do believe a top six finish is in the cards for Fernando Alonso. And by the way, for Aston Martin, Alonso has finished no higher than fifth each of the last four races. If you go back since his podium, his last podium finish in Montreal and then uh, Lance Stroll, it has been a, a rough run of form. No finish higher than ninth over the last five races as we're looking at Aston Martin. Mercedes, which I have a feeling are going to be featured in our second segment here, Mikhail, on the, the full betting card picks. Want to take a few minutes, though, because this is a, a potentially big weekend just from a historical F1 perspective. And that that revolve revolves around the guy who will win the Drivers' Championship. His team will win the Constructors' Championship. It's Max Verstappen going for a ninth consecutive win, uh, basically unprecedented in Formula One history. He's going to try to do that. And and it, it's become a, a talking point now, Mikhail, where you know, the books, it's, it's like every week. They kind of they tick up the odds. You have to pay about 20 cents more juice, basically, every single week. Went from Verstappen about a minus you know, 120 favorite start of the year before even qualifying or even before the first pre-practice started. I mean, now he's well over $3. But if you've been betting him every single week, you've won 10 different times. And the two races where he finished second in were so early in the year where you, you only lost in the, you know, either one and a half or two units if you were just betting to win one unit. So you'd, be, you'd basically be up seven and a half, uh, eight units or so. Uh, based on the full season here, just blindly betting Verstappen every single race week. It is now the the added factor that it's a race he's won before, defending champion. It is his home race as well. So with that all being said here, Mikhail, I know you always talk about value. I realize the value is probably not there from a raw numbers perspective, but still kind of feels at this point like you're doing a disservice to yourself if you're betting this stuff every week and you don't have Verstappen on your card in some form or fashion tied into something. Absolutely. So there's a lot of things when it comes to Max Verstappen. The major thing to take into account here is Red Bull is undefeated. Max is undefeated in terms of track races. In street races, Sergio Perez is undefeated there, right? So it's been a Red Bull win streak so far and Max has got a really high chance and he's going for the ninth consecutive win here, which is unprecedented. Yes. So is that going to affect Max going forward? Going to, how does it affect our bets as well? Right, so that consecutive wins does not matter to Max. All Max cares about is winning, period. There, there is nothing else. If he wins another record, if he does something right now, with the way Red Bull and Max are set up, is like they're going to break records moving forward. Max already broke a record with uh, Red Bull when he first signed on to be the youngest driver and no one can break that record now ever right it, it was 
it was foreseeable that this is going to happen and we are seeing it happen. So if you're looking at Max Verstappen to bet and you don't want to lay the minus 450 at DraftKings right now, how do you bet him? Look at the props market right now for the fastest lap. If you believe Max can do that, which again, high downfalls or low downfalls doesn't matter to Red Bull. Red Bull's really good. It's his home Grand Prix. He's going to want to take maximum points coming out here. Minus 135. Not bad, right? If you got to keep searching for value here. You want to see fastest qualifier and race winner. We've been betting that actually quite, quite frequently. Look at Max Verstappen. There's always value there. That's now up to minus $2 for fastest qualifying race winner. What about fastest lap and race winner? Minus 125 for Max Verstappen. The books have adjusted. They know Max Verstappen is now dominant and not go. So if you want to look at value, do I believe fastest lap and win the race? Max Verstappen minus 125 is a good bet. Absolutely, I do. Because while, again, Max will disappear from the picture. It's going to be who's fighting for podium, top six, and points. That's what the battle is going to be. It's going to be imperative moving forward, especially for McLaren, especially for Ferrari, who are just one point behind Aston Martin, and Aston Martin looking to keep their position up their third, and we have Mercedes in second. That is vital now. So no one's going to try to contend against Max. What they're going to try to contend is for the position in the constructors and where they finish because that gives them allocation to CFD running and to money. So going back to Max Verstappen, how do we bet him? Look for value in other prop markets available to you. I know over here in Vegas, we have Caesars and William Hill coming out with a lot more props. Go and bet. Look at other sports books if you need to get that money. And for what is worth on that, Verstappen six different times out of the, you know, we're looking at 12 races so far. Six times has held the fastest lap moniker. As far as pole position and winning the race, that has happened uh, seven different times as well. So it's not like, it, like it, has it been as completely lucrative as the 10 race wins? Not quite, but still, you're getting much better odds on something that is still... At the very least, a 50% winning proposition and the factor in a track that has been very kind to Max Verstappen in the past. All right, that is going to start the card there for one Mikhail Miranda. When we come back, the rest of Mikhail's card as we continue VSN F1 betting podcast and get the rest of our Dutch Grand Prix plays right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. 
and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome to VEASAN's F1 Betting Podcast. The only F1 handicap you'll ever need. Here are your hosts, F1 technical analyst Mikhail Miranda and betting expert Ben Wilson. As a reminder, give Mikhail a follow at Mikhail Miranda BB trucking all season long, every single week on the 2023 season. Not hard to believe Mikhail, we're wrapping up the summer break. We're well into the second half of the season. So uh, Max Verstappen, he is leading off your card. Um, as And we'll, we'll do the full recap here at the end. You just explained, I think, a really good, really good angle for betters to still try to take advantage of, even as books are adjusting. But... Let's go down to the the bottom end of the card, so to speak, as far as points finishes here. Where uh, it's been, a, you know, it's been an interesting battle, and a, it really, I saw a shift starting at Spa, where for the first time we had several different drivers in the plus money at only, you know, in that plus, you know, one ten to one forty range, like actually legitimately good odds. Where you know, in the past there were some races where you had 12, 13 drivers minus money to finish top ten, which, as I've pointed out many a time, just a just ridiculous uh, from a betting perspective. Uh, you know, just just as an overall outlook for what these books are doing, but I've seen that switch, and a lot of that is because there seems to be more parity and and more more random outcomes in that you know, eight through twelve range so far. And part of the reason why is you have Daniel Ricciardo now back in the Formula One uh, on the grid among the twenty drivers. This will be his third race here for Alpha Tauri. Has not finished in the points yet, but you've been intrigued in him in the past. Are you going back to the well here on Mister Ricciardo, Mikhail? Absolutely. As we said last segment, contract talks are going to be important. We know Daniel Ricciardo does not have a seat for next year, and he's going to be wanting to have a seat for next year and on a fully fledged contract. So, that said, the second half of the season is going to be vital for Daniel Ricciardo to perform with AlphaTauri. He's also saying he's getting the great feedback from the car that he requires in order to drive, which means the car is suiting his driving style. He no longer has to feel like a rookie in a car the same way he did at Alpine, previously known as Renault when he was racing, as well as McLaren when he was there last year, which is a good thing. Given that, I do believe that Daniel Ricciardo will look to get in the points here. Hence why I've taken the plus 380 on Daniel Ricciardo to finish top 10. Plus 380, wow. It's a long shot. And people are going to be looking at, why is he doing that? I'm doing this because Daniel Ricciardo needed the two races before to, to acclimate himself with the team, with being on the grid, and trying to find his pace and the way he's running. Now, he is not finishing the points, but he has had a positive start. This four weeks off has helped him understand the car a bit more. He's going to have his notes. He would have been taken down, and now he's ready to come back. And so I think he's going to come back really strong here because, again, he did this when he was there at McLaren. He took off and he won the race, right? And Daniel Ricciardo has got that mentality like, all right, break is done. Now it's go time. Moving up, 
As I did mention about Aston Martin and Fernando Alonso being in the top six, you pointed out that he's been in the top five in the last couple of races. I believe that he's going to still carry this momentum on. So I've taken Fernando Alonso top six plus 150. You will notice that a lot of my bets here have plus money value. That's because the sportsbooks have not caught on to what the storylines will be coming out of the summer break. This is important. We can all jump. It's like a refresh, restart of the season. It's a mini break that betters can go and get a little bit more value. So that said, Fernando Alonso will want to continue his streak of being in the points. And that streak comes here with plus 150 top six finish. Amazing. I did mention briefly about Ferrari in the last segment. Ferrari are sort of now stepping forward in the right direction despite their leadership being questionable and as Michael Lombardi put it there is no leadership there right now so no one knows who to follow but I do believe that the cars have gotten a bit better and they are more reliable now with that said Charles Leclerc finished on the podium this time last year at at Zanfort. I think he's going to carry that again. There's certain tracks that Charles Leclerc does really well at. The only way he loses out here on the podium at plus 265, which is what I've got him at, is if Ferrari stifle the pit stop and the strategy yet again. If that does not happen, Charles is in a very good position to finish on the podium. Big I if, have- Mikhail. <laughs> it's an Italian-sized if, okay? Just be, let's just be honest on that, uh, first and foremost. We've been burned by it multiple times. But, I mean, you are right that the at least the, you know, you think about the, the storylines coming out of summer break. I mean, the tide seems to have turned a little bit. My question is, is it enough of a sample size to really believe in it long term when we know the issues are there, you know, without, with, you know, without the actual the driver himself, Charles Leclerc, because we've seen the evidence outstanding as an individual. But it seems like the issues are still permeating throughout the team. So, that's why I remain a little bit skeptical, but I mean, it, it is clear that the car itself, we watched the upgrades made and how it performed at Spa with a, a pretty a pretty clear podium finish there for Leclerc. So I, I understand the thought process. I just, as always, you know, I'm here to just temper the, temper the excitement gonna, a little bit. Here's going to be my one advice to Ferrari if they are listening in on the podcast. You think right? they are? I hope so. Michael Lombardi <laughs> had got some pretty big things to say about them. But here is my big thing moving forward for the rest of this season. Stop worrying about the team. Maximize the points wherever you can, right? If Carlos Sainz is faster than Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz takes that position. Swap the cars around. If Charles is faster, if Charles is ahead, if Charles is something, if Carlos is something, focus on the individual driver and their races. Do not worry about the team. That's the only way they can eliminate any strategy mess-ups. Because if they do anything to worry about the team, it is going to trip them up a lot. They need their own separate garages to worry about their own cars. In doing so, it will be beneficial for them moving up. The next one that I have, again, is another podium finish and at big odds is that as well. George Russell plus 400. Now, we know that George Russell has been able to perform on the podium as well and still struggling to get in points position. I'm talking about high points position, not low points position. And that high points position is anywhere top six, sorry, pardon me, top six plus. 
This is vital because George Russell is going to want to secure his contract with Mercedes. He's going to want to keep that drive going. Mick Schumacher has been doing incredibly well in the simulators. Can that track over to the cars on race day? Maybe, maybe not. No way of knowing until we put it. It's going to be basically Schrodinger's cat at that moment. But right now, what we do know is George Russell is being a phenomenal second driver to Lewis Hamilton. So, with that said, we wanted to keep his seat next year and for foreseeable future. He's going to want to perform here and the rest of the season. So, plus 400 podium finish. I think that's going to be a long shot value bet right there. I am saying long shot value bet, but I do trust that George Russell will want to carry his momentum, especially with the refresh of the summer break. Again, he has finished on the podium here last year, so I still see him do that. And to top it all off, i got to have Orange Army. I just have to, Ben. You know this. Max Verstappen, minus 450. I will bite the bullet. I want a win. I want a win. I, I I don't see anyone else to take for a win, and I want to win. And as I pointed out, there are other markets that you can bet Max Verstappen more value, where you can do fastest lap and race win at minus 125. So I know I have minus 450 here, but I might swap that out for a minus 125 on that market. I pay less of a tax on it for sure. Uh, and there is a one more thing to be wary about. But again... Max Verstappen for the win. I don't see anything happening. Now, I know a lot of you will probably be saying, you guys haven't mentioned Sergio Perez. What's happening there? Well, as I say, because your your bets essentially are indicating a Verstappen-Leclerc-Russell podium and and Fernando Alonso in the top six. So I naturally go, all right, well... Jacko, not uh, not in your top three. Where where do you have him this week? Actually, my bets do not indicate a Max Russell and Charles. What it does indicate is the Max and Charles with maybe Russell coming up in there. We know Sergio Perez has had a drought in finishing in the top three and he's been hurried up by Christian Horner to actually get up there and he has been doing well. I think the summer break will help him reset and I do see him finishing on the podium. But the reason I do not take uh, Sergio on the podium is let me tell you what his odds are for the podium. Minus 190. Compared to a long shot bet of George Russell, which I do believe he's going to want to prove more than Sergio Perez. Because again, everyone was behind Alex Albon and Pierre Gasly. We are behind them. We are behind them. And then they get axed for someone else. Right? I see Red Bull doing the same thing here. We are behind Perez. We are behind Perez. Oh, goodbye, Checo. Adios. We're signing someone else new. Or maybe Daniel Ricciardo proves himself and comes back into Red Bull. That's the reason why I'm staying away from Sergio Perez right now. I need to see if this refresher worked for him, if he's going to be come back in the podium. That third position on the podium is up for grabs by Lewis, by Lando, by Perez, by George, and even Oscar, and maybe, saying maybe here, Carlos Sainz. But I do believe Max Charles are on the podium, and I like the long shot bet of four to one on George Russell. That's the way I'm looking at it, and that's my bet for the Dutch Grand Prix. Let's go. Be sure, by the way, folks, give us a you know, pause right now if you have a second. Just give us a little thumbs up, five star view if you don't mind, and uh, and and some comments, whatever you want to see. A uh, home stretch of the the betting season here in Formula One. Last thought from you, Mikhail, before we wrap up, because you've not until you just dropped Oscar Piastri's name, have not really mentioned McLaren, uh, had, had Piastri go down at, involved in the crash 
lap one at Spa last race out. A bit of a dip for Lando Norris after back-to-back podium finishes. Finished seventh at a Spa at the Belgian Grand Prix. So you have McLaren, Alpine amidst a bunch of turmoil uh, with with a, not a lot of leadership there and and basically interim management around the boards. Uh, you did not mention those two teams at all. Those have been teams who've at least been in the points at the very least here over the last uh, month or so when they've been able to finish their full races. Uh, so you expecting a down week there as we close the show? I don't expect a down week for Alpine and for McLaren. What I do expect is that Alpine have no idea what they want. All, all they want is like, hey, Pierre, hey, Esteban, do the best you can. I'm sorry. I'm not down with that. I'm here putting my money where my mouth is. I cannot deal with, hey, just race on. In terms of McLaren, where I see them is uh, McLaren have now finally found their footing. Now it's just going to come, what are the goals? As I said in previous episodes, McLaren have now been unleashed onto the rest of the grid above them, which is Aston Martin, Ferrari, Mercedes, right? Red Bull is out, but they need to figure out what their main goal is. Until then, uh, I'm going to sort of be cautious about McLaren. That's, a, I think, a fair approach coming out because this is, again, we'll see where drivers are at. Could you see a little rust? It is the first race after the summer break, and we're into the home stretch, Mikhail. So excited for this. You'll update everybody with any bets you add at Mikhail Miranda B. As we wrap up, so for Mikhail, I'm Ben. Best of luck with your bets. Dutch Grand Prix. We go to Monza next week. Fun to stretch here on the F1 calendar as we say so long on this edition of the Decent Formula One Betting Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.